0: Welcome back to the Not Your Average podcast. I hope you are doing well and enjoying 2023. This is episode one of season seven. I can't believe that we are here, but I also can. So let this alone be an example of being consistent, which is one of the things that we're going to be talking about today because I wanted to start off an episode that may be somewhat unexpected. And you may think, hmm, I'm expecting new year, new me, goal setting, all of these things as topics for something to get me started in the new year. And whilst I think that goal setting and doing vision boards and uh, really being in the wish fulfilled is completely important, I wanted to do today's episode on releasing attachment. Yes, we are going to be talking about releasing attachment today because I have been reading a book uh, recently called Attached and a lot of you may know it if you are someone who is invested in your personal development and whilst that book focuses on relationships, I just thought it had a very interesting... Um, idea about what attachment is but also I wanted to look at attachment in the wider context particularly as we enter this new calendar year and looking at the things that you may be continuing to do as well as the new things that you want to implement and they might be new practical things but also new habits mindsets behaviors things like that so why releasing attachment number one when you are chasing something it is usually running away from you so my first point is when you are chasing something i.e i'm not talking about when you're putting in the work or when you are you know putting in the habits or generally just taking action which is necessary in order to achieve anything um tangible at least and it's important to I always say play your part you know have faith but then let God take care of the rest or whatever you may believe in which is zero judgment here as always but I think it's important to understand why when you chase something it's from the energy of lack when you are chasing something it's from the idea that you don't have something and so therefore something external to you is what will bring you the sense of peace satisfaction joy worthiness uh, equilibrium whatever it is that you're looking for so sometimes it's not actually that thing or that person or that opportunity or that uh, monetary sort of figure or that destination or that outfit um it's all that friend group it's actually just the feeling that you're chasing which is often why i always say that it's important to ask yourself why why am i going after this goal why am i trying to achieve this thing what what am I trying to attain that I feel that is not already in my life so whenever you're chasing something and you're doing it from the sense of um, neediness you're always checking up on it you're always in a way that's not about progress it's just about quieting the anxiety that comes from you not being at peace with uncertainty and i'll talk about that a little bit later but uncertainty is just a part of life i think every single one of us who's been in this panoramic over the last couple of years will be aware of that so um, it's really important to understand and embrace uncertainty embrace whatever feelings may come from that so that you don't end up chasing the wrong things either so sometimes when you're chasing something it's not necessarily because it's the right thing for you sometimes you just want to have something or someone or an opportunity or a dollar amount as i said or um you know to be seen with certain people because you think that's what will get you that feeling that you want but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's up to The standards that are necessary that doesn't mean that it will actually bring you the peace and the happiness and the joy but because you're so busy overriding all the other mechanisms that you have like your intuition um to look and sort of stop and be present and ask yourself is this really something that i want is this actually going to move my life forward um is this going to help me live purposefully then you're usually chasing something from the point of view of well something is better than nothing and as you know that is not a motto that i would advocate so i would say ask yourself am i chasing this am i chasing xyz whatever it may be this applies to every part of your life please believe it is not solely about relationships people focus this on relationships because it's the most popular subject but think wider think beyond that because that's just one aspect of your life and so And whilst it is important, um, because we relate to all manner of people in our lives, it's important that you also ask yourself, why am I chasing this? Why do I feel, where is the lack that I feel in my life? And how can I move from chasing to um, attracting, to being the kind of person who can receive? Uh, Usually if you're chasing something, it's sometimes attached to the belief that you're not worthy of receiving good things without having to work for them. And I recently was listening to a podcast of Humble, I think it was Humble the Poet uh, with Matthew Hussey, where he was talking about sometimes we will sort of overlook red flags because we are conditioned, all of us, particularly in the Western world, to think that we have to earn absolutely everything and that some things just can't be easy. Well, actually, the truth is, if you have faith and you put in the necessary work, you don't need to always try to prove yourself in every situation which is what happens when you're chasing when you are chasing you're not going to be thinking about how is this impacting my well-being how is this impacting my uh, existing relationships how is this impacting my finances my you know my schedule am i doing things that impact me and others positively you're going to be thinking about that one thing and you're not going to be allowing yourself to be a 360 whole being so again ask yourself why am I chasing something and what is the quote-unquote lack that you're trying to fulfill and understand that moving on from our last episode about no more scarcity mindset there is more than enough to go around and as I said, apply that to every area of, of your life. And if you truly believe that, you will not feel as if it's only this opportunity. And then if I don't take it up, then I've missed it. Or if I don't do this, or if I don't try hard, or if I don't go out of my way. Yes, there are some things that I think you should definitely take the opportunity for. But the only way that you'll be able to discern that is by being still, listening to your intuition, and not being in such a rush, all the time to sort of make something happen. When you're making something happen in the sense of versus creating the life that you want, again, you're doing it from a position of lack. So stop chasing, start attracting. And my second point in releasing attachment is be consistent. You might be like, that's a bit weird. You just told me to stop chasing. Well. I mean that you need to persist and be consistent with a belief that you are worthy of what it is that you have set as your goals. Because when you don't believe you're worthy, you're usually attached to the outcome. But when you release attachment, you go, well, I've written this down or I'm focusing on it in the sense that this is what I've decided is my goal. This is my why behind the goal. Because that's also what will keep you going when things don't seem to be sort of, you know moving as quickly for example as you want but then release it in the words of elsa in frozen i think that's her name let it go let it go let it go when you are consistent in releasing attachment you are sending a signal to yourself you are putting in that worthiness of yourself back inwardly and when you are consistent with the belief that you are worthy of that, you are then that energy that would have gone out. So the words, the behaviors that would have gone out to chasing in point number one is now directed inward. If you're consistent and you go, okay, I'm worthy of it so I can relax. I don't need to always take up every opportunity to always have that conversation with this person every time I see them. I don't always need to hop on to every bandwagon that or trend that's happening i don't always need because you won't have that anxiety or fear of missing out why because you've let go because you understood and you're starting to discern that not all opportunities or not uh, everything is created equally in the sense that as i always say not everything is necessarily what is aligned to what you should be doing and your purpose so even if it seems good is it great if it even if it seems okay is it the best for you this is not a comparison game so when i talk about being consistent remind yourself for example practically you can write down your goals your wishes your intentions your habits i always say break down things into very very manageable practical steps because if you put on your goal list like make more money or you know get more friends or you know be improve my relationship. What does that mean? Be specific. Be very specific because those things are very general, and you won't then be able to. If you haven't broken them down to the steps that will help you with that, then you won't be able to see any progress because you haven't really been specific and set out the, the steps. So, if you want to make more money, what are you doing to improve your business? What are the steps that you need to take? Are you cold calling? Are you sending emails? Are you following up opp- opportunities? If it's in your work, are you pitching more projects? Are you going in with a great attitude despite what uh, happens in every workplace? Are you um, ensuring that you understand that you're working for a bigger purpose? And so are you sort of practically ensuring that you're finishing things on time and maintaining the habits that you did before that got you to where you are now in your career, for example? That's just one example. It could be many areas of your life. But when you're consistent and you put those, those goals up, for example, let's use this calendar year, this new calendar year as a starting point. When you remind yourself of that, you can release that, you can detach from that because you're consistent in the belief that I am worth that. If you sit in that belief, because that's also something that should be probably one of your goals in that reminding yourself that you are enough. We live in a world that actually programs us to feel that we're not enough, therefore you need to look outside of yourself, you need to buy this, you need to be with this person, you need to have this job, you need to have this status, what's your title, what what brand are you wearing, you know, who are you friends with, are you, do you have a, a spouse or a partner or boyfriend, girlfriend, are you married or not, all of these things are designed to in some way make you feel inadequate so then you look outside of yourself to satiate that feeling of inadequacy it is so prevalent and when your eyes become open to it you just see how prevalent it is and how early that programming starts and how often how much unlearning that we have to do so please understand as ever this is a zero judgment zone this is you know unlearning that we all have to do and so when you see that that programming of inadequacy or scarcity as I talked about in the last episode and the idea that there's not enough for everyone or that, you know, it's everything is a competition. No, it doesn't have to be if that's not what you are consistently believing. You are consistently believing these are my goals, I'm not giving up, this is what I'm worthy of, I'm enough, I can have that despite what circumstances you may see then you will remove the attachment because it's you will have reprogrammed your subconscious belief i mentioned a couple of episodes ago that we operate uh, scientists say uh, 95% of the time mm. according to our subconscious minds so our subconscious minds are that powerful that they're causing us to behave From really deep rooted ingrained beliefs um, formed through our neural pathways in our brain that tell us, you know, this you may, you're not consciously thinking about at the time, but you may do things either to keep you safe or to keep you from experiencing a similar situation in the past, or you may be doing behaviors in order to preempt something. So um, you might be in fight, flight, or fawn. Uh, or freeze response in depending on the circumstance so when you're doing that and when you're being consistent in your belief when you're consistent in the words that you're speaking to yourself about yourself about your goals you are reprogramming that subconscious mind because if you think deep down actually i'm worthy so yes i'm setting these goals but that's because i know that i can reach them i know that i can do that so Again, be consistent, be consistent, remind yourself daily and remind yourself that you're worth that because when you're consistent, ironically, you might think, but if I'm focusing on my goals, if I'm focusing on telling myself that I can reach them, isn't that going to make me more attached to the goals? Mm, no. This world that we're in, strangely enough, works on paradoxes. You know, it's like the le- the less attached you are, the more something comes to you. It's because... You are not attaching your sense of self worth because if you're consistent, it becomes who you are. It becomes your identity. So you become the identity of the person who would have already achieved that thing. And that leaves me to my next point. Point number three live in the wish fulfilled. Live as if it has already happened. What would somebody who has that life or the goals that you set, as if those goals are already done, how would that person behave? How would that person show up, wake up? What would they eat drink how would they exercise move their body how would they speak to themselves how would they engage with other people how would they be disciplined how would they engage in you know recreational activities or things for fun what what do they read what do they consume um what do they listen to how do they spend their day do they rest all of these things so live in the wish fulfilled live as if what you want to happen has already happened that helps you let it go because your mind as beautiful as our brain is and as powerful and as impactful in fact yesterday i was listening to a it was a coaching session and this individual said that our brain it accounts for two percent of our body weight i believe in total however it takes up 25 percent of the energy that we consume so you consume your energy through obviously sunlight and um food so of the energy that is derived from your food when your stomach digests it obviously converts into energy our bodies are amazing your brain actually takes up 25% of that, even though it only accounts for 2% of your actual body weight. So I think it's important to understand that as much as our brains are amazing, they, they do take up a lot of our time because that's where we can really make or break our lives. That's where we can decide the quality of our lives. And so when you live in the wish fulfilled, you are training your brain because it can't tell the difference between something that's happened and something that's imagined. That's how powerful our minds are. That's why when somebody says, you know, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, because if you think about something and you're always, for example, thinking of the dire consequences or something, um, or you're doubting, for example, let's use this idea of goal setting, then it's never going to happen because your brain is already living in the state as if you haven't achieved it, you haven't got it, and you're not even going to think about taking action. Whereas, if you live in the wish fulfilled, you are telling yourself this has already happened. So, therefore, again, you can relax. But also, I can take action. I can speak. I can carry myself as if I'm already that, as if I've already got that position that I want, whether it's a professional one or a position that you may want to change in your personal life. So, again, it's making sure that you are understanding what the end looks like what does those fulfilled goals look like what will your life feel like you know attach that emotion and dr joe dispenser really talks about this quite often get into the emotion of the end of it already happening so again i'll use relationships as a great example because it's a very popular subject and you have to ask yourself if you want um you know, to be a husband or a wife, whether you're a man or a woman listening to this, what, how would that person carry themselves? What would they be saying and doing? How would they be conducting themselves? What would they be listening to? How would they be feeling? Would they be anxious? No. Would they be sort of concerned about every other person that they walk past? Why? Dancers, no. The reason why is because they've already got... What they want so if you live like the wish is already fulfilled and Wayne Dyer um, has a book dr. Wayne Dyer has a book about this and it really called it's called wishes fulfilled I believe but you can Google it and he talks about in a recent video I was watching actually I was listening to it about how living in the wish fulfilled it brings about what you want much faster because again you're relaxed you don't have that sense of urgency and that leads me on to my next point which is stabilize yourself stabilize your inner sort of emotions and mood so that does is about living in the wish fulfilled but when you do that you will naturally be more relaxed stabilizing yourself applies to every single area of your life you want to have mental clarity at at all times obviously we would always love to have the most apt answer or the most perfect response but you know as I said we live 95% sometimes uh, most of the time out of our subconscious mind and so when you relax your state of mind that's you also reprogramming your subconscious mind that this is your natural state this is your homeostasis this is where you this is who you are you are a calm person you are someone and. I just want to be clear that if you are extroverted, <laughs> or you are uh, somebody who is warm and in, and and engaging, that doesn't mean that you're not calm. So this is not a personality type I'm talking about. Um, it all so also please don't consume people, confuse people who are introverted for those who are calm and collected, and that's also not the same thing. So this is not again about the what you see on the outside. All of this, you'll notice, is about what's happening internally. So, when when I'm talking about stabilising yourself, one of the best things you can do is journal, meditate, if you engage in counselling and therapy. Obviously, I'm a huge advocate of that, so please do go to someone who's licensed um, and do your own research as to what type of therapy and counselling would be great for you. And that's also not only just to fix any perceived problems, it's also to help you level up and maintain The things and the goals that come into your life, the things that you achieve, the great things. So it's like maintenance. It's just like working out. You want to keep and maintain and grow the results that you have gained because there's nothing better than knowing that you not only sort of were able to achieve something, but you can maintain it and become the person who has the mental, emotional um, capacity to hold space for that thing in your life. And so when you are looking to stabilize yourself, you're really telling yourself, this is who I am. At the core, I'm somebody who responds rather than reacts. I am someone who is able to observe rather than to absorb. So again, it's about ensuring that you are putting yourself on the front foot to be someone who thinks clearly and thinks laterally and dare I say strategically and that always gets a bad rap for being something like nefarious or bad but you have to think outside of your emotions and I always say emotions are not bad they're indicators they're very neutral it just depends on how you treat them and how you allow them to impact you and they are very very strong so I'm not minimizing their effect on I'm a woman, so there is no way I would ever, uh, especially um, being having the privilege of being a woman, to minimise that emotion because obviously we are more outwardly expressive of it. And men also experience deep emotions, so again, I'm not negating their sort of lived experience because they feel things deeply as well. But what I'm saying is that you don't have to be driven by them and that you get to choose and this is a practice so as ever personal development is a journey it's never sort of a one-stop shop and then you're done um but i think it's important to when you stabilize yourself you are teaching yourself that how life comes at you it doesn't matter because you have already made the decision that you are going to approach it from a place of Sturdiness is really the word that comes to mind, not this, you know, strength where we, you, you're kind of putting it on or you're kind of putting on a brave face or you're following stereotypes or you feel like this is the world that you need to be like that because the world is quite cold right now in terms of relationally. No, you're just observing. You're just saying, let me think about this in a way that is helpful. And where self in five years time will look back and go, I acted in a stable manner because stabilizing again, as I always said, it's not about how your outward personality shows up. It's about your inward state. It's about knowing it's about you want to get to the point where your responses are subconscious. Your responses are to the point where you are just living as if you have already have you already have what you have. You don't chase, you just are able to observe and then able to navigate life accordingly. So I hope all those points gave you some food for thought and gave you a starting point to think about how setting goals, yes, I really think as human beings, we're made for fulfillment, we're made for purpose, we're made to have vision. That's where we truly get our fulfillment from. And that can come many different areas of our life. So setting goals is a fantastic thing. But I also want you to understand that you have intrinsic value. And I, I don't say that to sort of make you feel warm and fuzzy. But I say that to not only encourage you, but to give you the understanding that at your core baseline, you're not here to prove yourself to anything or anyone. You're here to outlive that purpose that you already have. That you already have that worth. You already have that sense of purpose. And so these goals are just a manifestation of that. But you can be detached from them. Because if you live, for example, as if you already have it. As if the wish is fulfilled. If you live from a place of calm, stable, I don't need to chase. I attract what is with me. Is for me. Then you're not going to miss out on anything. You're not going to be... Grasping at everything. You're not going to uh, always uh, feel that everything is a loss because you started putting boundaries up, for example. No, you will be supremely grateful because it is such a privilege to be able to even have the time and space to be able to focus on how we can live an above average life. So, welcome to 2023. I'm so excited for season seven as always share with those in your world who you feel can really benefit this can be food for thought come back listen multiple times as ever these are episodes um, for me as well as for you and thanks so much for listening and i'll see you on the next episode bye